1: Go a little higher, Andrew.
2: You're all doing a different. No, you're not. Ignore
1: Adam. Ignore Adam and Travis because they don't have a lot of music in their souls. That clicking sound you hear is about a thousand one-star reviews. No. Okay, well, at least do you guys know something about scams? Because <laughs> s- singing might be somewhere down the line for you guys, career-wise. Those music classes I took were a scam.
3: Scam, da-da-dum, scam, da-da-dum, scam... Oh, sorry. Welcome to What the Hack, a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam... Cyber Sentimentalist.
1: I'm Bo. Cyber... All three ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. I'm Travis, Cyber Lump of Coal.
2: And surprise, I'm Andrew, Cyber Podcast Producer who's usually off mic. And I'm Rudolph, Cyber
3: Reindeer.
1: <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holiday to you as well. indeed. Andrew? Happy New Year. It's not
2: anywhere near, Andrew, is it? December 26th. It's the day after Christmas, so the next holiday
1: is New Year's. Fair enough. So we last year, we called up a bunch of people who had been in the show over the course of the year, and we asked them, like, how's it going now? And they were all like, pretty good. They all went, (laughs) who are you, and why are you bothering me, and How did you get my phone number? Did you change anything was a question we asked. And all of them were like, no, not really. So this year, we're not doing that because it didn't work. And we're going to instead have a conversation. And we're inviting Andrew because you never get to hear him. And he talks all the time when we're making this show. So here he is. And we've all chosen one moment or two from this past year that we liked or thought was noteworthy in some way for me. I loved the variety, whether we were talking to a school teacher or people like author and former MSNBC contributor Malcolm Nance. He joined the Foreign Legion to fight with Ukraine, and he came back to talk to us about what happened. There were a lot of opportunists out there who saw that we were raising money for the International Legion and the people's need to want to contribute. Their belief that they were contributing to a good cause so if what we had was typo squatting people had come in would create a malcolm nance only the first letter l would be the number one but we had people coming up and it was like yes you can donate to the international legion i take bitcoin <laughs> it's like i don't take bitcoin for very obvious reasons this week there were at least nine fake accounts We heard from Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show.
3: When you talk about manipulating the electorate, there's a short game and there's a long game to it, okay? Like, it used to be Loch Ness Monster, but you only saw that in the weird magazine by the grocery store register. But now, the Loch Ness Monster article is essentially right next to something about Biden and Kamala Harris in the same paper. That's essentially what the internet is. The internet is all the newspapers (laughs) just rolled into one. And you click Loch Ness Monster, and then it goes, cool, I know what type of shit you're into, so I'm gonna feed you Bigfoot. And then I'm gonna feed you Boogeyman. But it's not necessarily literally something as off in the weeds as the Loch Ness Monster. It is they're coming to take your guns.
1: And, of course, there was Al Franken. Al Franken.
4: Yeah, the Al Franken show is a pretty huge deal, and it was really cool just to see him perform all those voices and the like. He's a comedic genius. And, Bo, you worked on the writing the script with him, right?
1: Right after we, we started writing it, I drove my kid to school. It was a nine-hour drive. And by the time we got to Michigan, my ex-wife and my child, all of us were doing Bernie Sanders imitations. <laughs> because what we're trying kind of to do here. is find the exit where we can get gasoline. And so. Because it's all about go blue. You know what I'm saying? Go blue. Well, what was interesting when we were writing this was we sat down and Al just started doing these impersonations. And I thought, well, that's cool. He just said, oh, I can do Chuck Grassley. And he'd go, oh, you know, and he did his Chuck Grassley. Yeah. Well, thank you. And then he'd say, I can do uh mitch mcconnell isn't that kind of a a conflict of interest and i could do sherrod brown (laughs) sort of he does it better than you i call on myself but anyway he just started to do the voices and then you know he'd say well what would siri say or what would be the situation and that's kind of how it happened but it was so organic he just Mm. started where he was and it rolled out it was pretty amazing to watch such a masterful comedy writer at work and to get Lorraine Newman.
0: We also have a sale this week on diapers.com, including all sizes of depends.
3: And Susan Bennett.
0: I have 3,723 items that make Senator
3: Collins look very bad. That was really, you know, the icing on the
1: cake. Yeah, it was a pretty, I mean, it was a, and it was a Dr. Seuss cake at that.
3: <laughs> That's for sure.
4: So Bowen Adam, you guys know I'm a bit of a uh, privacy geek, if you will.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, you are.
4: Yeah, totally. I, I really just don't like the idea that just about anyone can find you online, can find out where you live or your email address, or your phone number, or anything. I just think that entire idea is
1: super creepy. There's so much of my data already out there, but is there something that
4: you can do? Yeah, actually you can use delete me. Delete me is a service that pretty much does the heavy lifting for you, where they go to all the data brokers that they have on file and uh, just pull your data and delete it on a regular basis.
3: I use it. I like it. And they make it quick, easy, and safe to remove your personal data online.
4: Well, yeah, with these data brokers, they can accumulate huge amounts of your personally identifiable information. And if all that information gets into the hands of a bad actor, that opens you up to a lot of risk.
1: And if you act now, you can get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash WTH and use promo code WTH. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash WTH and enter promo code WTH at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash WTH, promo code
3: WTH, which stands for what the hack. And we thank you for supporting Delete Me and what the hack.
1: This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather and recapture the magic of riding a bike That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
3: One of my favorite episodes is the one we did with Amanda. And the title was Amanda, Cyber Guy, a Catfish, and Mr. Fluffy. Now, I mean, how can you not love the title? It was a whodunit.
4: With an added little dose of cyber stalking. Yeah. And like a,
1: and a boiled rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you know, I was kind of a little bit bored yeah, he kind of came back. I know him. We have already had sex. So it's, it, he's, he's a person that I know well. So I'm, but I'm communicating with them at the same time. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, it's huh. comfortable. comfortable. I've dated yeah. him. We've been on probably, gosh, I mean, 20 dates. I mean, I don't, it's, it's been a well, while. I've known him for a bit. Who's kind of
1: no, but so, so you have, like, Mr. Spicy over here, and then you have Mr. Cornbread, and Cornbread is great. We all like Cornbread. Cornbread is
3: great. Yeah, it's comfortable. It's good. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Mr. Spicy and Mr. Pillow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It sounds so bad
0: you, when Adam, you say you it like that. you just called
1: this guy fat. We don't know if he's <laughs> fat. No, no, no
0: you he's definitely can, you, not. You can, he's fit. He's fit, not fat. He's
1: it's fit. an no. emotional Fit pillow. but Fluffy. Okay, Mr. But now he's definitely going to have to be called Mr. Fluffy. So you have Jason Bourne and Mr. Fluffy. And Mr. Fluffy. Oh my God. <laughs> Mr. Fluffy. Stick with us here, Amanda. Don't lose it.
3: Yeah, and I feel losing. like this is the Howard Stern show. Mr. Here. Oh Fluffy. my God.
1: Hey, Jeez. you know what? Well, I didn't say the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. So Mr. Mr. Puffy, Fluffy, uh-huh. is Michelin Man, Michelin Man. <laughs> can That's i get so a word out of it. here i gotta ask the question so okay. fluffy fluffy's back in town yep and jason bourne is, is how's jason bourne doing
0: jason bourne that same so i'm so i'm now also this night i also had gone you know back on the dating app and mm. i was also um communicating with i i call him the italian he was kind of involved in crypto He's um Oh he, yes, yes, yes. So th- so he's all three of these people he's, he's a, a contender. contender.
1: So you he just you met him? You met him around um,
0: now? I this was this this is all the same night. So, okay, I'm, yeah. texting,
3: Whoa, I'm texting
5: Jason Bourne. I feel I, like this is
4: like a game of Clue, but we're trying to figure out who killed your
3: friend. I know. No, I'm I, sorry. It is, but ah,
1: I think that sounds I, like you were a little bored that night, I mean, I, 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 I was
3: bored. I was
0: bored. I was bored.
1: You were bored. Okay.
0: I was bored. Yes. And I actually was also communicating. See, girls can do all of this. So, you know, here I am just texting Jason Bourne about his day. Yes. I mean, was, I was also, you know, texting the Italian crypto guy and... Then, you know, <laughs> Fluffy, I was texting, And I was also voice texting my girlfriends, um, you know, about a little a, event we were going to have over the weekend. So we, we I had like four conversations. going. Now,
1: through. is there also and like we- a third conversation about like with a girlfriend saying like, well, you know, there's Fluffy and there's Jason Bourne and then there's Italian crypto guy?
0: Yeah, we I was actually in the voice messages to each other. We were talking about guys we were dating because I've inspired them all now to go back onto the apps. So because yeah. you. you know Look, you're yes. like gonna, woman <laughs> yeah <agency. laughs>
1: so okay I mean, wonder woman uh, so we've got so fluffy we're, we're we've still got looking fluffy for we've superman got lira, here lira kryptoman and we have <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we
3: have now did we meet him on the same app Crypto man
0: yes same app and he wants to talk on whatsapp Oh, and I no, say, no no, oh, no, 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 no. I no, no, did. No, no, no. I know. I know. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. I promise.
1: How is a man light and
4: fluffy? Well, this guy sounded a lot nice, or at least a lot less creepy than the catfish guy or Cryptolyra. So he just sort of sounded like, yeah, just nice and fluffy. <laughs> like a happy little balloon to date. True, true that.
2: The whole episode made me grateful that I am not dating in an era of dating apps, and meeting strange people online.
1: Oh my gosh, 100%, Andrew. And and the whole episode made me remember that unique form of PTSD that people who are cyber dating have.
3: But I had an epiphany as a result of that episode, and that was, I learned that swiping right meant you liked somebody.
4: As a left-handed guy, the whole
1: swiping left thing kind of bugs me. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I'll live. So speaking of things that bother people, one of the things that I miss, Adam, about being in an office with you is your hysterical, and I don't mean that in a, like ha-ha-ha hyster. I mean like breaking a glass on the floor, jumping up on the table, and screaming hysterical <laughs> when I would eat my sardines and my olive oil and, and um, almond shot glass uh, concoctions.
3: Think of looking at something that is, Probably one of the more disgusting things that you could imagine with a smell that was horrendous while you're trying to work to be creative.
1: Regardless, Dan Adut had my back, and I really appreciated it.
3: Bo and I used to share an office in New York City. Ah. We are now separated by the entire country because Bo would do things like he would fry cheese Which I love cheese, but people were running screaming out of the called
1: toasted cheese.
3: He would also he would also walk in with just a pat of butter and eat the pat of butter. Good butter. Not to mention take almonds and just the word wasn't drizzle. The word would be drown them with oil.
1: I mean, this all sounds. I'm I'm team Bo here. I feel like Bo Bo and I, we we. I'm into I'm into. Strong flavors, and I feel like Bo is as well. I'm gonna tell you something now. Strong flavor. I oh, 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 (laughs) I resemble that comment. Now, listen, I will tell you one thing that Travis, you need to shut up right now because no, and I mean that in a nice way because I'm trying not to (laughs) poor poor Travis hasn't said anything, yep. But he said something, he did. Travis, what did you say about anchovies and pizza?
4: They're an abomination.
1: this should be illegal (laughs) okay now I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna take you one of these days to a place called best pizza in Brooklyn best pizza makes a grandma slice that is the most vibrant thing on earth and the reason I asked him the reason is he puts a tiny little bit of anchovies in the in the sauce before he before he right and it makes it bright as can be and you'd never know it was in there never
4: yeah, yeah, that's totally fun. You can incorporate it. I know it has the umami flavor and all that other sort of thing, but umami. just straight anchovies just taste like... just Salt. Yeah, it, it tastes nah. like fishy salt, and uh, it's just too much. Dan, help me out here. Come it's, on.
3: It's it's kind of like caviar no, eaten no. by the Pomeranians.
1: Or Dan, Dan, that, Dan. So, you know. go get them. I, 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 Look, I, I feel like here's the thing. You have to slowly get Travis on board. It's kind of like when people have, you know, they love a frappuccino or like (laughs) a very sugary, milky coffee Mm -hmm. and you're like, you want to, end up weaning them off so they can have really really good coffee
4: don't tell me me you put anchovies in your frappuccinos you put (laughs) just no you don't put it in you just you just swim it
1: through and then pull it out yeah (laughs) all right i'm done that's gross (laughs) excuse me
3: excuse me while i use the restroom for you
1: no okay no i did that and it was really good especially if you wrap the anchovy in a pat of butter first but uh, oh yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) anyway but lest we digress
2: Dan, the dude's story was really interesting because when I was talking to him and mentioning the concept of this show, he's like, oh, I have the perfect story for you. I was hacked and then I hired the hacker to become my personal IT consultant.
1: And he was also a fan of my acting work. And actually, not only was his hacker a fan. But um, my kids also lost their mind when they heard that Anat dude was on the show because they were fans. They all knew him from his Nickelodeon days.
2: I mean, we've heard so many stories of you, Bo, trying to befriend your, your would-be scammers. And this is, I think, the first case I've heard of a, a scammer then realizing, oh, the person I'm talking to is actually someone I'm a fan of. Now I want to befriend them.
4: Well, the cherry on the sundae was that the hacker in question was 13.
3: Well, actually, he was not going to tell you, but he was somewhere between 12 and 14.
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just sort of guessing he's 13, but who knows?
3: So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works. Not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing, and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. And $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash
1: adam.
4: Well, I did like the Dana Dute story. I thought that was a great one. But I think one of the other guests who I really appreciate having come on, even just from the standpoint of being informative, I really enjoyed having Deviant Olaf on the show. Some of the ways in, that he was able to explain these concepts, um, I thought he did a really great job of being accessible to a layperson, but also explaining some things that were pretty advanced and sophisticated.
2: Yeah, I've heard you use the Swiss cheese analogy multiple times yeah. since having them on the show. Yeah, and just
4: an interesting guy with the lockpicking and all that, too, who's just a really fascinating chat we had with him.
3: You know, what scares you? What, what When people finish with this episode, what would you recommend they do immediately? Like, do not pass go, do not collect $200,
5: do this immediately. Um, connect with networks of other people and friends and colleagues. Um, We talk about humans as a weak surface in security, but frankly, humans are the best surface in the defense in the world. Uh, What scares me is nothing to do with the security industry. It's to do with the cold indifference of the universe and the systems in which we live. Um, There's a a talk I have coming out in uh, just a couple of weeks. I'll be at St. Con in Utah. Maybe it's already happened by the time this goes to air. But the talk is called Lawyer, Passport, Locksmith, Gun. And it has to do with um, if you're desperately in need of any one of those things, because there's a problem in your life, that's not when you should be looking for one of those things and trying to figure it out then when you're in a moment of crisis. Um, Having a good team of people around you, having people that you already know and trust who you can turn to during an incident, that is far more valuable than any widget or tool or procedure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no cavalry coming. We are the ones who protect us. We look out for us. We keep us safe. Having people around you that you rely on and can give you good advice when you're in a moment of crisis or threat. So you, the, the panicky animal with your brain half distracted, are not trying to make all the critical decisions then.
1: That's brilliant. And you know, it's true. I live in a small town where I happen to know a lot of the trades people uh, who work different things and for instance today i just called up my neighbor and was like hey you know any you know a good well guy and he goes oh i used to be a well guy i'm gonna come over and look at it for Mm -hmm. you you know at the end of the day when we're in like the walking dead mode Mm -hmm. it's just your neighbors who are going to be doing all the everyday things yeah And you have a collective of people who know how to do stuff, different stuff. And together, you can make stuff happen.
5: And it's great you mentioned a well guy, plumbing. Like You have a plumbing problem at two in the afternoon on a Tuesday. You take out the yellow pages. But Murphy is going to have the law that comes into effect. Your plumbing problem is going to be at 1030 at night on a Saturday. And then you're in a crisis. And then whoever answers the phone first, even if they're the worst at the job, is your guy, overcharging you, ripping you off they might be who comes and, and helps because you didn't have a well guy.
1: Unless you happen to have Tony Vizo. Hey, Tony, uh, the plumber, who is a friend of yours, and you have his cell phone number yeah. and you can be like, Tony. And he goes, what? I mm-hmm. <laughs> need to come here. We, quick. Have, we have Bob, the, the electrician in Nashville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing, Adam, is like we have as uh, as everyone who listens to this show knows, we have Travis. That's right.
6: <laughs> Mm
5: -hmm. Yep.
1: (laughs) but it is like it is about being a communitarian and i love that i can't wait to hear that talk is it going to be on youtube first
5: i'm pretty sure i I believe uh, saint con records everything so i'm sure it'll wind up up there there's uh there's some heavy stuff in that talk but i think it'll be good
3: thank you so much i mean we appreciate the knowledge you shared with us your good sense of humor And the fact that you were willing to come on and and actually spend time with us. Of
5: course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me so very much. I'm going to go home and change all my locks. Don't bother, man. (laughs) Sawzall
1: through the side of your door has got you in. (laughs) So um, what else do you have? Andrew, what about you? What did you like this year?
2: Well, you know, I've learned so much just from working on this show, so I really appreciate that. And one of the things I found super interesting is when we had, both times we had Andrew Gold on the podcast. It was great to hear a journalist's perspective on sort of tricking people, social engineering, getting behind the information. And I thought it really exposed how we as both consumers and users can be weary of potential hacks and scams.
6: think some people who have fallen for things they don't want to admit it sometimes and that's no yeah. good because they should admit it so we all learn about the scam and they don't want to admit it because they feel like it will show that they were stupid you know and there's so much evidence to suggest that it doesn't prove that you're stupid and uh there's a great book another guy i had on my podcast called david robson he wrote a book called the intelligence trap and it was all about how often it's the smartest people who fall for things uh, the easiest and a great example was the sherlock holmes writer arthur conan doyle who was supposed to be out outrageously intelligent and the master of deduction and critical thinking obviously to create a character like Sherlock and he's known for having had a very strong belief in fairies because of a prank that some teenage girls pulled where they put up pictures of of these fake fairies that they pinned to a board and because the pins went through their stomachs on the of the photos or whatever these things um, Arthur Conan Doyle believed that that was evidence that they had belly buttons and that fairies could give Birth and they were born, um, and that actually it caused his <laughs> fallout with um, Houdini, who was obviously a, a skeptic as a magician. He was very, very skeptical. They they fell out over that, and um, and Arthur Conan Doyle's belief in Ouija boards um, as well, and 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 he tried to convince Houdini that Houdini's mother was trying to contact him from beyond the grave, and it led to this great falling out. But obviously, Arthur Conan Doyle is a, a supremely intelligent or was uh, interesting person, so. Anybody can fall for stuff, particularly intelligent people.
1: Okay guys, New Year's resolutions really fast, everybody. Mm. My New Year's resolution this year is I'm going to finish unpacking my office. Travis? Be
4: more cynical and have a deeper voice.
1: Okay. That's two (laughs) resolutions. I really don't know if that's...
2: Andrew. I'm going to continue my search of all those old user accounts that I signed up when I was 13 and 14 and trying to delete that information off of the internet.
1: Gold star. Oh,
4: that's a good one.
3: Adam. My New Year's resolution is to learn even more about Bo by hacking into his
1: different accounts. You already do that. So how is that any different from last year?
3: Okay. My resolution for this year coming up is to get out of the office, get outside, breathe the fresh air, and get more inspiration. Happy
1: 2023, motherfuckers. Whee! (laughs) And thanks for listening. What the heck with Adam Levin is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you like
4: it, consider rating us on your favorite podcast service or writing a review. It really helps people
3: find the show and makes me so happy.
1: with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media.
3: It's produced by Andrew Steven.
4: You can find us online at adamlevin.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.